Basketball, the basketball segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host once again, James, and I'm joined once again by Nate and Mete. What's up, boys? So, how's it going? All right. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to get to the recap of all the games for Sunday. Uh, we'll take a look at some of Monday's scores of the games currently going on, and then we'll move right into fantasy basketball pickups for the week. And then, yeah, we'll finish up with pre- with uh, previewing Tuesday slate. Uh, taking a look at some of the spreads and projecting some of the games. So uh, let's just hop right into it. We'll start with the first game from Sunday. Uh, it was the LA Clippers beating the Dallas Mavericks 97-91. to 91. Uh, Paul George led the Clippers with 29 points. Kristaps uh, Porzingis led the Mavericks with 25. Porzingis also added eight rebounds to lead the Mavericks. And uh, Vika Zubac had 10 to lead the Clippers. Uh, Jalen Brunson, eight assists to lead the Mavericks. And Paul George with six for the Clippers. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you on this Clippers team. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the Clippers, they've been really nice, and they're without Kawhi, but they're still getting the job done. Uh, They're currently fourth seed, so they're pretty much around the same area they were with Kawhi. So, yeah, I'm really impressed. It's been pretty much just Paul George. Ibaka's been hurt. And uh, Eric Bledsoe, their new pickup, even though uh, this game he wasn't that great, he, he's actually been really good for them. So, yeah, the Clippers are looking pretty solid. Yeah, I definitely like what I've been seeing from the Clippers so far. Um, even without Kawhi, like you said, they're still playing really well, so it's great to see that from them. Uh, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Mavericks. I, it looks like there was no Luka in this game, um, but I guess what are your thoughts on this team? I guess with um, no Luka, they st- they were still, I guess, kind of close, just wasn't enough. But at the same time, I mean, aside from, I guess, Porzingis and Jalen Brunson, there weren't uh, too many guys with double-digit scoring. I think even Tim Hardaway, he didn't really uh, play his best game. So hopefully the rest of the team will be able to pick it up. Yeah, definitely. I know Luca's a game changer when they have him in the lineup. They're one of the better teams in the West. But yeah, hopefully they can sort of, uh, you know, pick up the slack, uh, whatever's missing when he's out. So um, let's move to the next game here. It's the LA Lakers against Detroit Pistons. I know there was a, a scrum that went on in this game, obviously, uh, but it was still a win for the LA Lakers, 121 to 116. Anthony Davis leading the Lakers with 30 points. Uh, Jeremy Grant adding 36 for the Pistons. Anthony Davis, 10 rebounds to lead the Lakers, while Cade Cunningham had 12 to lead the Pistons. And then Russell Westbrook and Cade Cunningham both had 10 assists to lead their teams. Um, Nate, let me get to you on the Lakers. I guess, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, I'm guessing it's kind of like um, a much-needed uh, win on the Lakers. They're... I guess they're at 500 as of right now. So you have to beat teams like the Pistons. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that uh, LeBron did come back. He only played 21 minutes, obviously, because he was ejected. But I guess having him back, the record should improve going forward in the games that he does play. Um, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Pistons. It looks like they played a pretty solid game. It was This game was pretty close. Yeah, they should have had this win as... They got outscored uh, by 20 in the fourth, and that's a tough way to lose. So, yeah, they were ahead pretty much the whole game. They choked it at the end, and 
Yeah, they're still a young team. Uh, they are struggling, but um, Cade Cunningham, he's been playing great, so your future looks bright. Yeah, I guess good on the Lakers for that run there in the fourth quarter to get the win. Um, getting to the next game here, Chicago Bulls beating the New York Knicks 109-103. to um, Getting to the leaders here, DeMar DeRozan, 31 points to lead the Bulls. Julius Randle at 34 to lead the Knicks. Um, RJ Barrett, 15 rebounds for the Knicks. And Javante Green had nine for the Bulls. Kemba Walker, four assists to lead the Knicks. And Lonzo Ball had five for Chicago. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you on the Bulls here. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, the Bulls, they've been uh, pretty much one of the best teams in the NBA. So, yeah, their offseason pickups are doing great this year. Caruso, he's been starting for them recently. And he doesn't put up the greatest numbers, but he's a, he's a good defender. So he's out there for a reason. DeRozan, uh, he's in a lot of people's uh, MVP conversations so yeah he's having a great year and then Lonzo as well uh scoring isn't amazing but he can rebound he can assist uh the defensive numbers are there so yeah the pickups are doing work and looks like the Bulls uh they could make the playoffs finally after uh so long yeah, and also just taking in that Vucevic has been out for a lot of this stretch run. So when he does come back, that should be a boost for this team. Um, Nate, I'll just move to you now, getting two on the Knicks. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? My thoughts are, I feel like even though this was kind of like a close game, I feel like this should consider, this should still kind of be considered more of an underwhelming game in terms of um, the shooting of the team. I think there were quite a lot of players who they were shooting under field goal percentages that they that should be a lot higher. Like for example, like RJ Barrett had a really good rebounding night, but his shooting night wasn't uh, one of his best. Even guys like Derek Rose didn't have the best shooting night either. So hopefully they tighten that up. Yeah, definitely. They definitely want to put up more points on the board because they are a good defensive team. Then um, they'll sort of provide a way for them to you know, beat a lot of uh, good teams, maybe teams around their level are even better. So um, definitely look out for that. Um, getting to the next game, Phoenix Suns making quick work of the Denver Nuggets, 126 to 97. A big win here for the Suns. Cameron Johnson leads them with 22 points. Jeff Green leads the Nuggets with 19. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, eight assists to lead the Suns. with, And then Aaron Gordon had 10 to lead the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon also had four assists to lead the Nuggets. And Chris Paul had 10 to lead Phoenix. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Suns. Uh, yeah, they've been playing really well so far. Yeah, I feel like um, this is pretty, it's not like exactly like their top potential, but I feel like they're playing pretty close to it. So as long as they keep having like nights like this, they could make um, a really deep playoff run. Yeah, I mean, with a 13-3 and three record, it's one of the best in the league, probably a top three record in the league. So definitely uh, really solid from them. Um, I guess I'll get to you, Mete, now on the Nuggets. I believe no Jokic in this game. I guess what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, they're all right. And like you said, they don't have Jokic for this game. So uh, we'll kind of let this one slide as he's their best player. But like I said, I think they're solid. They're going to miss Michael Porter Jr. potentially for the rest of the season. So 
that's a big blow. And then I think Jamal Murray, their second best player, he's out indefinitely. So, yeah, they're missing two key uh, players to their team. And they're going to go as far as Jokic goes uh, for now. Yeah, this team definitely needs to get healthier if they want to make a serious run in the playoffs. I definitely think when Jokic comes back, they should still be a playoff team. But um, after that, I guess we'll definitely have to see. Um, Getting to the last game on the Sunday slate, um, Golden State Warriors beating the Toronto Raptors 119-104. to Taking a look at the leaders here, Jordan Poole, 33 points to lead Golden State. Uh, Pascal Siakam at 21 to lead the Raptors. Uh, and then for rebounding, uh, Draymond Green, 14 to lead the Warriors. Scotty Barnes had 13 for the Raptors. And then Draymond Green also had eight assists to lead the Warriors, while Fred Van Vliet had seven for the Raptors. Um, I guess, uh, Mette, I'll get to you first. I guess you can talk a bit about the Warriors and also talk about the Raptors. Yeah, so for the Warriors, uh, for them to win this game is pretty impressive as the Raptors did a great job containing Curry only 12 points on two of 10 shooting. So, yeah, but uh, Wiggins and Poole, they got most of the open looks and uh, they were knocking them down pretty much all night. So, yeah, they did a great job uh, boxing Curry up, but uh, the others were able to carry for the Warriors. And then for the Raptors, they're kind of slumping right now, but uh, I think it's fine. Uh, they're missing OG right now. So it's probably like our second or third best player. He's a big part of our team. And yeah, the Raptors are still young. So I'm not panicking or anything. Yeah, they were never projected to make the playoffs. So if they do make the playoffs, that's just a cherry on top, pretty much of a, of a good season. Um, Nate, I guess I'll just get to you on this game. Maybe talk a bit about the Warriors and then also the Raptors. I guess with the Warriors, um, them still being able to beat, I guess, a more defensive team like the Raptors by about 15 points with Curry being contained is pretty impressive. So this kind of shows just, um, I guess, how deep their offense is, even with their starting five. I remember like back in the day, people used to say, if you can stop Curry, then you can basically stop the whole Warriors team. But I don't think that's true, especially not now. And I guess for the Raptors, um, I guess, yeah, there is no um, OG, but there are a couple of guys who they didn't have, I guess, the best shooting nights again. But I think for the most part, it was basically um, they were trying to keep up after um, having, like, the Warriors uh, make a big lead on them. So, yeah, I guess that's just how, how it played out. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you guys like Poole, Wiggins, uh, Draymond, they all had big games. So even though Curry was contained for the most part, uh, the whole team chipped into the victory. And then, yeah, for the Raptors, I mean, they've been looking pretty solid. Obviously, the wins haven't been going their way. But I, like you said, when they do get healthy, um, they definitely, they, they'll definitely be more competitive. That's for sure. Uh, probably will see a lot more victories going their way. Um, getting to the Monday night slate. Now, we do have some final scores here. But let's get to the first one here. Brooklyn Nets beating the Cleveland Cavaliers 117-112. to 112. Kevin Durant leading the Nets with 27 points. Darius Gar- Garland leading the Cavs with 24. Marcus Aldridge, 11 rebounds to lead the Nets, while Jared Allen had 15 for the Cavs. James Harden, 14 assists to lead Brooklyn. And Darius Garland had 11 to lead Cleveland. 
Um, Nate, I'll get to you on Brooklyn. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I guess this was kind of a much needed win, but I'm guessing um, even though this was still like a win, I feel like the Nets could have like given a little more, even though the Cavs are a good team. Yeah, I mean, um, Brooklyn's a team that pretty much they, uh, you know, they could be down or they could be close and they can just push the gas whenever they need to and secure a win to that kind of team. So I don't think we really need to panic. Maybe, like you said, it was a bit closer than expected, but I still think it's a good win for Brooklyn. Um, Mete, getting to on the Cavs, I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, I was really uh, high on them last week, but they're kind of slumping now, so it's kind of concerning, but uh, it's it just sucks that Sexton is out for the year. I really wanted to see uh, how well the Cavaliers can do as they've been uh, – rebuilding for a couple of years now and it looks like or it looked like they were about to maybe make a playoff push so yeah unfortunate for them yeah I definitely agree this Cleveland team's heading in the right direction obviously that injury really does hurt them uh, in the short term for this season but hopefully yeah like you said they will be a good team in the long run Uh, getting to the next game here Charlotte Hornets beating the Washington Wizards 109 to 103 uh, Terry Rozier leads the Hornets with 32 points. Uh, Montrez Harrell has 24 to lead Washington. And then LaMelo Ball, 13 rebounds to lead the Hornets. And Harrell had 18 for the Wizards. Um, LaMelo also had seven assists to lead his team. While Bradley Beal had nine to lead the Wizards. Um, Matt, I'll just get to you on Charlotte. I guess, what are your thoughts for them on this game? Yeah, uh, they played a great game. Uh, They got the job done against the Wizards, who have been great this year. And, yeah, Rozier had a great night scoring. But LaMelo, he has another night where he pretty much or almost gets a triple-double. And looks like, at least uh, for when I check, he's uh, got a triple-double or he's really close every time. So, yeah, uh, he had a great rookie year and he's looking even better now. Yeah, I definitely agree. This Hornets team as a whole is playing really solid right now. I mean, even this Wizards team's been playing pretty solid for the most part, I guess. Nate, what are your thoughts on their team? Um, I feel like this wasn't too bad of a loss. The Hornets are a really good team and they're capable of upsetting um, teams that have um, better records than them. I feel like they just have a really good offense and a pretty solid defense. And even uh, for the Wizards, I think it just came down to, I guess, examples, uh, Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, If they were able to, I guess, hit hit a couple of more shots, they probably could have turned the game around. But yeah, I guess this was just a pretty close game. Yeah, I mean, this is what, the fourth and fifth seeds in the East. So they are pretty even teams. Um, Wins could you know, go either way between the two teams. So yeah, the Hornets definitely got it done in this game. Um, getting to the next game, Atlanta Hawks beating the OKC Thunder 113 to 101. Um, taking a look at the leaders, uh, Trey Young, 30 points lead the Hawks. Uh, Josh Giddy had 15 for the Thunder. Um, Clint Capella, 14 rebounds for the Hawks. And uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl had 10 for the Thunder. Uh, Josh Giddy, eight assists for the Thunder. And Trey Young, six assists to lead the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Nate, 
I'll get to you on Atlanta. I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on this team? I feel like um, they're playing pretty solid right now. They're at about 500, which, again, um, they are uh, better than that. But I feel like they just had to make um, an adjustment period earlier in the season. And I feel like they've made that adjustment, so they should be getting a lot more wins now. Yeah, absolutely. Slow start, but like you said, they are turning it on, so that's uh, good for them. And I guess, Mente, getting to you on OKC, I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, uh, like I said last episode, I feel like even though 6 and 11 is not the greatest record for OKC, it's kind of impressive as their expectations were really low this year. So, yeah, for this game, they didn't have Shai Gilgis Alexander, and he's their best player by far. So, uh, a 12-point loss to the Hawks isn't that bad, and I'm really liking what I see from Josh Giddy. I was just talking about triple doubles with LaMelo, and he's another guy when I'm checking the box scores. Uh, he's always really close to triple doubles, not to the extent of LaMelo. Uh, his scoring is not as good so far, but uh, Giddy's a year behind, and uh, his three-point, I feel like, is going to improve significantly in the coming years. Yeah, definitely. This whole Thunder squad has a lot of good young talent. Um, they just need to keep growing, um, getting in games, getting minutes. And yeah, Josh Giddy has been looking really impressive. Um, I guess getting to the next game, Boston Celtics being the Houston Rockets, 108 to 90. Uh, Jason Tatum leads the Celtics with 30 points. Armani Brooks had 17 to lead the Rockets. Uh, Robert Williams, 15 rebounds for the Celtics. And uh, Christian Wood, nine for the Rockets. Um, Alpern uh, Sangin had seven assists to lead Houston and Marcus Smart had five assists to lead the Celtics. Um, I guess Mete, I'll get to you on Boston. Uh, looks like they're turning their season around, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, it looks like slowly they are turning their season around and yeah, I was, uh, maybe one of our earlier episodes, I was kind of harsh on them saying, how uh, I like their roster, I still do, but I just saw since they were off to a rough start, like, here we go again. Uh, another talented roster for the Celtics going to waste, but like you said, it's looking better lately. So uh, we just got to be patient and see how things turn out with Boston. Yeah, I've definitely been impressed with them lately, especially a guy like Dennis Schroeder who came in in the offseason. He's been playing really solid for them as well. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you on Houston. One win on the season, I guess. What are your thoughts on them? I mean, I, I guess at this point, they're probably just tanking for picks. But I guess for Rockets fans, not um, really looking too good because it does look like it's going to be kind of a record low for them. But um, I guess for now, you're just trying to kind of experiment with the roster, see what works, see what doesn't, and try to look for next season what you can do in the offseason. Yeah, I definitely agree. We talked about this for them every week. They're just, you know, tanking. They're playing young guys. That's pretty much going to be their whole season. So we're probably going to see a lot more of that uh, in the upcoming weeks. Um, here's a surprising result. Indiana Pacers being the Chicago Bulls 109 to 77. Uh, DeMantis Sabonis, 21 points to lead the Pacers. DeMar DeRozan, 18 for the Bulls. Um, Sabonis leads the Pacers with 11 rebounds. Kobe White with five to lead the Bulls. Malcolm Brogdon, seven assists to lead the Pacers, and Kobe White had three to lead Chicago. 
Um, Nate, I'll get to you on this Pacers team. This is a big win for them. Yeah, it is. Um, I feel like this is a pretty um, big defensive game by the Pacers as well because um, DeRozan had a pretty good shooting night in terms of percentage, but um, he only ended up putting up 18 points and kind of similar story for um, Zach Levine, only 17 points. And they were able to limit the just the offense of Chicago in general. So I feel like this was a pretty good defensive game. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess, Mete, what are your thoughts on the Bulls? I, I know it was a back-to-back, but I guess, are there any concerns about this team? Yeah, I wouldn't be concerned, but uh, that's a rough uh, scoreline for the Bulls as 77 is a really low number for today's NBA. So, yeah, I just feel like they had a really rough night. And like you said, it was a back-to-back. So fatigue probably played a factor too. Yeah, I mean, three of the quarters, they were under 20 points scoring. So that's 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 pretty poor, in my opinion. They definitely need to get their scoring back up for the next game. Hopefully, like you said, they will be well-rested. Um, getting to the next game here, Milwaukee Bucks being the Orlando Magic, 123-92. to um, Your leaders for scoring, Drew Holiday, 18 points to lead the Bucks. Maurice Wagner with 18 to lead Orlando. Um, Bobby Portis, 11 rebounds to lead the Bucks. And Wendell Carter had 10 to lead the Magic. Um, Yanis Antetokounmpo, nine uh, assists to lead uh, Milwaukee. And RJ Hampton had five to lead Orlando. Um, Mete, let me get to you on Milwaukee. Um, You know, ever since their team's been um, back together, I mean, they've pretty much been playing really well. Yeah, they've been picking it up and they're not fully healthy yet. They're still missing DiVincenzo and Brooke Lopez, so... Those two are a big part of their team, and as soon as those two come back, I think uh, they'll go on a nice run. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're looking really solid once again this year. And I guess, Nate, getting to you in Orlando, it's a pretty similar situation to Houston. This is just another tanking, rebuilding team. Yeah, I think for the most part, you're just trying to experiment and see what works. But I feel like um, Orlando's a little bit farther into their uh, rebuild than the Rockets are. Um, they do have some upset potential and they can keep it close with some teams, but this wasn't the night for them. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, there's just some games where uh, the team is clearly better than you and the Bucks were clearly better. Um, getting to the next game here, Minnesota Timberwolves being the New Orleans Pelicans, 110 to 96. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points to lead the Wolves. And then Willie Hernan Gomez had um, 19 to lead uh, the Pelicans. Jared Vanderbilt, 11 rebounds to lead the Wolves. And Hernan Gomez had 11 to lead the Pelicans. D'Angelo Russell, eight assists to lead the Wolves. And uh, Kira Lewis had five to lead uh, the Pelicans. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll get to you on Minnesota. What are your thoughts on this team? Um, I feel like um, the team's been kind of underwhelming to me overall, considering the talent that they have on the roster, but I think they're starting in a good direction, um, trying to get some much needed wins. They're only two spots away from eighth. So if they end up having like a win streak, they might uh, be able to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're one of those bubble teams. I feel like uh, they could get in. I believe the play-in is still intact this year. So technically they're a play-in team right now. 
So yeah, they they are playing a lot better and uh, getting to the Pelicans now. I guess Medte, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, I feel like uh, they're just gonna have a rough season as they're off to a terrible start, three and fifteen. They're currently second last in the West, so I feel like they could uh, look to maybe trade a guy like Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Garrett Temple, Sadoransky, or even Willie Hernan Gomez, if they could find decent well value for those three. Uh, I think they just need to fully commit to a rebuild at this point. Yeah, hopefully, you know, Zion will be around to be a part of that rebuild, but we'll definitely have to see about that. Um, getting to the game, still in progress. Uh, Phoenix Suns are leading uh, the Spurs in the fourth quarter. Uh, Utah Jazz leading. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies in the third quarter um, and then the game that just got underway the Sixers are leading the Kings in the first quarter so let's just move on to our fantasy basketball pickups I guess Nate let me start with you who's your guard pickup for the week so for the week um, I have Eric Gordon um, he's been pretty solid throughout the season he's been getting uh, double digit points he gets some rebounds and assists some steals his biggest draw is shooting, so as long as he's having a good shooting night, um, he should have some uh, value on your roster. All right, and um, getting to my uh, guard pickup for the week, I have Patrick Beverly from the Timberwolves. Um, he's around 30% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He's been playing pretty solid. Um, I think he has double-digit points in four out of his last five games. Um, he's been averaging around five rebounds in all of those games. Um, he's been averaging around five assists as well. Um, he'll throw in around one or two steals per game. And also lately, one or two blocks per game. Like, he's been really solid um, for almost all those categories, if you're playing categories league. And um, his field goal, I mean, it's been a, around, like, close to 50% some games. So really solid there. And his free throw is not going to hurt you. So definitely go pick up Patrick Beverly if you need help uh, in the guard position. Um, Mete, let me get to you. I guess, who's your guard pickup for the week? Yeah, so for guard, I have shooting guard slash small forward for the Atlanta Hawks, Kevin Horder. And he's currently sitting at 37% uh, ownage rate. So, yeah, uh, DeAndre Hunter, he went down lately, and that's allowed Huerter to step into the starting five for the Hawks. So. Yeah, he's been doing great lately. He's had a couple games over 20 points. He's a great three-point shooter. Uh, solid rebounds, assists, and uh, steals. All right. And uh, Nate, let me get to you now on forwards. Who's your forward pickup for the week? So for the week, um, I have, I guess there's two forwards. You could take a, a look at maybe Danilo Gallinari. Um, I guess KCP is actually technically a guard, but he's eligible for three spots at the moment. So you could take a look at him as well. Um, they've both been having some pretty solid nights in terms of um, scoring and I guess just category coverage overall. So yeah, they're two players that you could take a look at. All right. And I guess my four pickup for the week is Devin Vassell from the San Antonio Spurs. Um, he's currently under 50% roster in Yahoo leagues. Um, just taking a look at some of his stats, um, he's averaged around uh, 
three three pointers in his last like what six games. Really solid there. If you need a, a forward that shoots threes, uh, he's got double digit points in five out of those six games. Um, just really solid overall. Doesn't turn over the ball a lot. He gets almost he gets a steal pretty much every game. And of course, um, his uh, categories like percentages, they're not going to hurt you as well. So definitely go, uh, go pick up Vassell. And Mete, let me get to you for forwards. Yeah, so for forward, I have power forward and center for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Jared Vanderbilt, another player who's recently uh, won a starting five role, and he's at 29% owned. So yeah, he's a great rebounder. Great for steals and blocks. I think he can shoot the three, but uh, his offensive numbers aren't the greatest, but he doesn't take many shots, so he won't kill your uh, field goal percentage. All right, Nate, let me get to you for centers. Who's your center pickup for the week? I guess my pickup is going to be mostly a watch list pickup, but you could maybe take a look at Serge Ibaka if you have an extra spot on your roster and you don't have to um, drop anyone. Um, I feel like uh, now that he's starting to get minutes on the team, um, eventually he's going to um, war- he's going to warm up and he's going to be able to um, get some solid stats for your fantasy roster. So if you, have, if you have an extra spot, you can definitely take a look at him. Um, if you don't, just put him on your watch list for now. Yep, for sure. I definitely agree. And my center pickup for the week uh, it's JaVale McGee. Um, even though DeAndre Ayton has come back, um, I think he's put up uh, double-digit points in four out of the five games Ayton has been back. So he's still been playing really solid. He's still getting the minutes. Uh, they might not be as high as when Ayton was out, but still producing at a good rate. Um, I think in his last, what, like seven or eight games, he's been perfect on the free throw as well. So for centers, that's huge. And, I mean, obviously you're getting good field goal because he's shooting pretty close to the net. Uh, you're getting blocks for the most part as well. So yeah, um, points, rebounds, all that stuff you're getting with McGee. So he's definitely a center uh, that you should be picking up. And he's under 30% roster in Yahoo League. So definitely go take a look at him. And then Mete, who's your center pickup for the week? Yeah, so this one's kind of a wild card, but I decided to go with power forward slash center uh, for the Kings, Sacramento Kings, Marvin Bagley. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been playing a lot lately, but that was with Luke Walton and just got fired yesterday. I think Alvin Gentry is taking over as the interim coach. So I feel like maybe a new coach, he might be able to win some minutes. And yeah, he's a former uh, number two overall pick. So uh, he's still got great potential. All right. And yeah, that's the end of our fantasy basketball pickups for the week. So let's just get right into the Tuesday preview. Uh, We'll start with the first game here. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you first. Miami Heat favored by nine points against the Detroit Pistons. Which side are you on here? Uh, It depends. I feel like the Heat have injuries to guys like Butler or... Who else is usually injured? I think Lowry. Uh, maybe Pistons can cover as their home, but the Heat are healthy. I feel like they might be able to cover that. Yeah, I think I might go with Miami here. I just feel like they're the better team overall. 
Obviously, um, Pistons lost some depth with Isaiah Stewart being suspended, so that could factor in as well. But I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts on that game? I feel like um, you should probably take Miami, especially if they're fully healthy. As long as they have, like, um, one or two of their um, leading scorers, then they should be able to beat the Pistons by around this much. All right, and getting to the next game, um, the New York Knicks are favored by three and a half against the Lakers. Uh, Nate, I'll start with you this time. I guess which side are you on? I guess I guess you could probably take a look at the Lakers even um, with LeBron out, mainly just because the Knicks have um, been slumping recently. All right, and uh, Mete, I'll get to you. I guess so. Which side are you on here? Yeah. Uh... Both teams kind of slumping, and the Knicks are home, but I feel like it should be a close game, so I might have to side with the Lakers due to that reason. Yeah, I might actually go with the Knicks here. I feel like the Lakers without LeBron, they've been an up-and-down team. Um, I feel like they had their up last game, but this might be the game where they come back down. Uh, the Knicks play it pretty close with uh like really talented teams like Chicago and others. I feel like that this should be a spot at home where they can get the win and, and cover as well. Um, and then getting to the next game, um, Portland Trailblazers are favored by five and a half against the Nuggets. Uh, Medtail, start with you. I guess, who do you like in this game? You said the Blazers are favorite? favorites? Yeah, I, I think that, they, that probably means that Jokic is going to be out. Yeah, so if Jokic is out, definitely go with the Blazers, but if Jokic is there, I definitely like the Nuggets as the Blazers haven't been too great, in my opinion, this year. Yeah, I think if Jokic is back, the line might flip. So I'm just going to assume that he's going to be out. And yeah, I will go with Portland. They should be able to cover here. They are at home as well. I uh, definitely think that this is a good spot for them to sort of get things right. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts? I guess um, you should probably take Portland, especially if Jokic is out. All right, and uh, one last game on the Tuesday slate. Uh, it's the Dallas Mavericks at the LA Clippers. The Clippers are favored by four and a half. Nate, I'll start with you. I guess, which side are you on here? I guess it kind of depends on if Luca's back. I feel like if Luca is back, then you could probably take the Mavericks. All right, uh, Mete, getting to you. Uh, Clippers are favored by four and a half. Which side are you on here? Yeah, I might have to go with the Clippers. They're at home, and uh, Luca, I think he had a minor setback today at practice, so I feel like they might not risk it and play him tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Clippers as well. I wasn't expecting Luca to play either. Um, I definitely think this Clippers team, um, they've just been playing so well. I think at four and a half, that's very doable for this team, so I'm going to go with them as well. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of the preview. I guess, Nate, I'll get to you first. I guess, any last thoughts? Um, I guess just um, the NBA has been um, really up and down so far. So been a lot of unexpected results, but yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, you've seen a lot of upsets as well, as we saw uh, today with the, the Pacers. Um, different results like that, they can sort of blow your mind a little bit. I guess, Mete, any last thoughts? Yeah, uh, the Suns, they've been on a crazy streak, 12-game win streak. So that's been really impressive. And, yeah, outside of that, uh, pretty much agree with everything you guys said. 
yeah, the Suns, they've been pretty impressive as of late. They've gone on this crazy run. Um, yeah, like they, they've just been playing so solid. That entire Western Conference, you know, we've known for years now, it's, it's stacked. And um, I guess whoever gets in the playoffs, even the play in, it's going to be really competitive. So I definitely like what I'm seeing there. And yeah, that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. Uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for all of the games. So definitely go check that out. Uh, also, the podcast is on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave us a review, all that good stuff. And yeah, guys, um, great slate of NBA the past couple of days and heading into Tuesday. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.